Wow, that's incredible. You know, the more you step out in faith, the more favor you walk in. And so you step through a door and God begins to increase the favor. You step through another door and the God begins to increase favor. And after you step through one door and you have two and you step through two and then there are three and you have all these options and God is at work. That's what he wants to do. Now, literally, that, that video is almost a mic drop moment, isn't it? Hey, the, let's just all go out and do that. God's favor and calling is on you to make a difference. We believe God's favor is working in us and through us without any question for us to make a difference. You say, no, it's, it's to bless more. You're, you'll be blessed in the, in the interim, but it's about we're blessed to be a blessing to other people. Do y'all see that? Come on, Faith Promise, we gotta, we gotta get that. See, God's favor is at work already in every footstep within our families, our ministries, our businesses. And, and if you're not sure, after this weekend, I hope that you will be sure because Gary is just one of the stories that we're going to share this week. Now, if you're brand new, we have a theme every year. Our theme this year is Finding Favor. We always spent the first month in the topic, and so our, our verse for the year comes from Psalms 90, verse 17. Come on, say it with me. May the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and confirm for us the work of our hands. Yes, confirm the work of our hands. Welcome to all of our campuses in this week of celebrating favor in God's miracles. We love you. We're so excited that you're with us this weekend. And man, we just want to tell you again, we love you. Faith Promise is a, a movement. It's a family. And we just want to say welcome home. This is your first weekend back from COVID. It's great to see you. If it's your first weekend being a part of us, you picked a great weekend to come worship. Just sort of kick back, enjoy uh, the message and the stories and all God does this weekend. If you're still online at home, we love you. And our online campus has exploded. But let me, let me say something to our online folks. If you are home, Due to health concerns or because your job mandates that, stay online, man. We're super stoked. But if you're still at home out of habit, get your butt back to church. Come on, somebody. So, I mean, it's just the, it's just the deal, man. So, a lot of folks found they love those jammies and coffee and kicking back and, and sitting at home. But... So starting next weekend, we're going to start a new series called Atomic Life, and it's about your habits. Because success or failure in your life is due far more than you realize to the habits that you have established. Some of those habits you did by deliberate decision, others by default. So we're going to walk through some holy habits, some things God wants us to put in our lives. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together which is gathering together to worship God, because can I be honest with you, worship is a habit. Well, we read in the Gospels that on the Sabbath, Jesus went to the synagogue as was his custom or as was his habit. And what happens when, when we gather to worship the king, favor flows. Are you with me? And when we lay hands and pray, God moves and there's an incarnational thing that happens 
When we gather for our God, it is incredible. That's why for thousands and thousands of years, the people of God have gathered on the holy day, Sabbath, or Sunday in the New Testament, for what? For worship of our God. So this weekend in worship, we're going to celebrate some stories. We're going to celebrate some things that God did, maybe the 21 days of fasting and prayer, through the devotion where we've seen favor. By the way, uh, as, you, as you saw in that video, Gary's given away 17 copies of our Finding Favor book. 2,100 people have done it online through the version, and 700 of those are already finished. They're overachievers. Come on. That's all right. You know, you got 10 more days as we walk through, and if you start in the middle, just keep going day by day and pick up February 1, pick up the beginning, and you may want to do it two months to establish a foundation of favor so that we see the favor of God in the life of every promiser, that we find it, we share it, we walk in God's favor. Because this is part of, of, again, I've been praying for favor over your life and family for years. But this year, I've been praying that you are more aware of God's favor, that you are looking for God's favor. Does that make sense? Longing and looking uh, for God's favor, not just in this month, but for the whole year. Now, I remember when I bought my first minivan. It was a dreadful day. Because I drove a Corvette. And they go from a Corvette. I mean, the minivan's like the anti-Corvette. I mean, it is a horrible thing. I don't care what you do. You can't make a minivan look cool. But Michelle kept having kids, so we got a minivan. And you can't put three car seats in a Corvette, so we got a minivan. <clears throat> I had never, ever noticed a minivan. I bought a green Chrysler minivan. Every other car on the road was a Chrysler minivan. Now, did they all jump on there one day? No, I was not aware of them. See, what, 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 I want you to be aware as your pastor of the favor of God that's around you. To be aware, because the more you see it, the more you'll receive it, the more you will walk in it. Your business, your life, your family, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to preach about favor. We're, we're, it'll come back through the year. We're going to sing about favor. We're going we're gonna to speak words over you, and we're going to sing words over you, whether you are live at one of our campuses or you're watching online. Come on, who's ready for more favor? Come on. So all in favor, say I. Come on, all in favor, say I. Man, I'm a pig. I want all I can get. Are you with me? Matter of fact, almost every day as I pray for a favor for you and me, I say, Lord, today I want an anointing of ease. You ever pray for that? I pray for it all the time. Because see, the Bible says in this world, stuff's going to be hard because Adam and Eve screwed the pooch. Well, you say, that's pretty harsh. Well, what they did was harsher than what I said. So they blow it, and we've got this cursed world. Are y'all are with me? Remember the Genesis 3? Well, I just say, hey, Lord, I know we live in a cursed world. How about making it a little easier today? Are you an anointing of ease? Anybody want some of that, or am I the only one? Come on, I want all that I can get. So now you're more aware of than you were when 2021 began about God's favor. So we want you to find it. We want you to find God's favor in your work. Because can I tell you, God can open up doors you don't deserve to have opened. God can, he can open up doors. He can give you a raise when raises aren't due. He can give you contracts. He can move in because we serve a God that's just, just he can do it. Y'all believe that? 
I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for the favor of God to just move me. And man, things are happening all around me and, and doors are opening. I'm saying, God, I don't, why would you open that door? Favor is not fair. And when people say, God, come on, pastor, you, you're, you really are God's favorite. I say, well, I know it, but favor's not fair. So I'm the favorite. And every now and then, somebody else saw me say, I think, you, I think you made a mistake last week in that sermon. Really? Where was that? I think I'm God's favorite. Well, amen. He's got two. Come on, Butch. He's got two right here, doesn't he, brother? Come on. Anybody else God's favorite or am I the only one? Come on. Because you parents, you got favorite with your kids. You lie to your kids. Who do you like the best? Oh, I love everybody. Saying, You're lying. I like the one who treated me the best. That was my favorite. Who worked hard? Come on, let's be real. Oh, you are so terrible. I've always been terrible. Are y'all just now finding that out? People that know me well say, you know what, Pastor, the best thing about you is consistent. You have been a dog your whole life. I, I, I can live with that. So, but favorite work, favor in your walk, in your one-on-one. I'm having the most incredible time with God I've ever had. You know why? I'm working on a book for you for next year. And the book is about transformation, metamorphosis. And man, I'm in a couple verses and I just keep going back and saying, behold, behold. And I was praying a couple days ago because I'm doing a day on, on the word behold. And man, and, and some of you not going to remember this. If you're under 40, just go ahead and ignore this. But I remembered a Sandy Patty song. We shall be holding. So I got on Pandora. I had me a Sandy Patty concert. Now, I haven't told Michelle yet, but next year in January, we're going to do that song, and she will fight me tooth and toenail because if it's 30 years old, we're not doing it. Come on. But I had an incredible time. You're favoring your walk with God, favoring your family. You need some favor in your marriage? Come on, favor on your kids. Man, I'm praying for favor on your home, in your relationships. Come on, young adults. A favor-giving relationship. Some of young adults are single Christians. I pray for incredible spouses. Come on, incredible spouses for you. Because listen, if you marry badly, life will suck. Are you with me? I'd rather want what I don't have than have what I don't want. I believe, come on. And let me tell you what I believe. I believe we should go back where the parents pick the spouses for their kids. Everybody clapping as a parent. Everybody aghast is single. But can I tell you, when you're 18 and dating, you don't have two brain cells you can rub together. You only look in, is he hot, is she hot? Come on, is she hot? Oh man, she is smoking hot. I'm, I'm marrying her. And she's horrible. <laughs> I don't care if they're pretty. If they're horrible, don't marry them. Are y'all with me? I'm trying to help you up here. Come on, somebody wake up. The favor of God in your mission. Listen, let me tell you what COVID did. COVID brought a halt to the world, didn't it? But the mission never stopped. But we stopped the mission. And I love that, you know, the disciples after Jesus is crucified, meet you in Galilee, they're out fishing, they don't catch anything. He says, throw your nets on the other side, and they, they catch all these fish. When they got on the shore, Jesus had already been fishing, and he had breakfast made of fish. While we were quarantined, Jesus was fishing. 
And some of you that are still quarantined right now, can I tell you, Jesus is still walking through walls. Because that's what he did the disciples. They're all set up there. He's dead. Then he just walked through the wall. Hey, dude, peace out. What's happening? I'm back. I mean, can you imagine being there the first time Jesus walks through the wall? So what's up, God? Come on, homies. What's happening? Come on, bring it in. Bring it in. Come on, check the holes. Come on, come on. I know. Come on. Put your hand right there in the hole in my side. Come on. See, Jesus is still walking through walls with some of y'all that are stuck at home. And he breathed on them. He's still breathing on people. We need a recommissioning. We need to get back to our mission, which is winning people to Jesus. Are y'all with me? Because here's the deal. God's favor is surrounding you like a shield. A shield. David says in Psalms 5, verse 11 and 12, we've already read in our Bible reading plan, let all those who take refuge in you be glad. Does anybody take refuge in God? Are y'all with me? I run to God. Like a little child running to his daddy and jump up in his lap, Man, he is my fortress of solitude. He is my stronghold. He is my shield. He is, the, he is where I go. Come on, somebody. Man, it says, he's my refuge. Let them ever sing for joy. And may you shelter them. May those who love your name exalt in you. For it is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord. And you surround him with favor as a shield. Come on. You've got a shield around you. You don't even know it. Paul goes on in Ephesians 6. You've got a shield of faith, and it extinguishes the fiery darts of the devil. Listen, sometimes in my quiet time, I'll say, God, you've done a ton of stuff I never even noticed. I mean, do your kids ever go and open the drawer and get a clean pair of pants on and say, oh, look, Mom, washed. I'm so grateful to Mom that she washed me. Is that what happens at your house, ladies? No, no. Or, or do the kids ever go and get a glass out or even a husband? Come on, we should know. You get a clean glass out of the dish yourself. Hey, thanks for washing. No, you get it dirty, you put it in the sink and hope that magically the gremlins come and it just, it just gets washed and levitates up back into the cabinet. But see, that's what we do. God surrounded us with favor as a shield. I say, God, I don't know all you've done today, but you did some stuff. Man, you moved on me. You protected me. The enemy launched an attack I never saw coming, and you blocked it, and I'm just walking fat, dumb, and happy, and I am loving life and living large because I'm surrounded with favor as a shield. Anybody else got that shield in the house? Come on. So here's the deal. Let me tell you one of the ways we want to help you gain more favor and that is we want to help you find a group. This weekend is a launch party, and in front of you, there's a QR code on the seat. You can click that, or you can click tech. You can text uh, to the groups, to the, to the number on the screen, and, that, and we'll help you find a group. Or in just a few minutes after our campus pastors come, we have a launch party at every campus, and we'll give you an opportunity to find a group this weekend. And say, what if I don't like it? We'll help find another one. But, but we need you to get moving. Hard for God to bless hands and their, their clenched in your pocket. So come on, let's get out there and let's find a group. This just makes sense. Come on, are y'all with me? Some of the most incredible God experiences I've had are in small groups of people. I've learned, I've gained favor. We're here for you. So campus pastors, if you guys would make your way up to all of our campuses and we're gonna share some stories are you guys fired up to be in the house of God? Come on, welcome our campus pastors.
Incredible stuff. Powerful stuff, Pastor. We love that. My name is Micah. If you haven't met, I was here earlier on the platform. And this is... Chris Adams. Chris Adams. Chris Adams, tell these guys what you do. Campus pastor here, uh, not Mr. Clean and the brawny paper towel guy. Absolutely, like hey, man. Backstage were saying. But I saw a picture of him pastor. earlier, and I'm yeah. nailing that. I didn't know that was going on. We are here to celebrate some of the stories that happened first online campus. There are so many things, amazing things happening online. Last year and even into this year, our virtual campus has been an unbelievable source of people to jump on when they've been stuck at home. And all the people that are already joined, the people joining groups and they give and they serve online. We love you guys so much. Thanks for hosting the people that are hosting right now. All the volunteers, thank you so much. The only story that I really want to share is a family that is moving to Knoxville that joined the online campus. They don't have a job ready. They're selling their house and coming because they love Faith Promise so much. They're moving here, changing their whole lives to come here, and they started online. We love you guys. Pastor Chris, with a, with, a, with a campus this size, all these services, there's got to be some crazy stories going on. We'd love to hear some stories from Pellissippi. You know, we ask for stories, and you guys listen to us, send a ton of stories. There were so many amazing stories. Honestly, we're going to have to take time to share these throughout this year. Um, the common thing that I saw through all of these stories, through uh, physical heal healing, through spiritual healing, was, you know, God's favor was shining through that. So in the darkness of light, God's favor was shining through. And there was some, some one story that touched me so much uh, right here at this campus. I'm going to invite them out right now to tell this story. They're near and dear to all of our hearts. So They're here. Mike and Denise Rowe, if you guys could join us. Give them a hand. Give it up, guys. Pellissippi's finest. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome, right. welcome. You guys have Thank a seat. You. So... As I mentioned a few weeks ago, um, you know, there, there was families that were near and dear to my heart here at Pellissippi, part of our group, came down and, and took care of me personally. Um, and, and this is the, the nice couple that uh, is family to me and um, that we became family years ago. And, uh, you know, they, they have an amazing testimony, really, that they want to share about finding favor. We were talking about it in group. And so, Denise, if you would, would tell these lovely folks that don't know the story already about our, our wonderful son, Ethan. Yeah. In 2014, our 11-year-old son, Ethan, was diagnosed with bone cancer. Um, it had already metastasized at that point to all sorts of places in his body. Uh, we, we needed a miracle um, to save him. Um, things went really fast from there. Uh, the night before he started his treatment, I, he slept in the bed with us, and I prayed over him all night long. Um, and a couple hours in to praying, um, God spoke to me. It's the first time ever in my life that I, I heard God speak to me. And he said, I am here. Uh, my body completely relaxed and I fell asleep and I was at peace. Um, again, like I said, things went really fast. Um, Knoxville was amazing. Uh, about half of Knoxville was praying with us for a miracle. Um, and... Ethan's first set of scans were miraculous. There was no cancer in his body, none. Um, after, I mean, we were told in the beginning there was no, no hope, and his first set of scans were completely clear. Um, he had a, a break from chemo uh, to have another surgery done, and during that break from chemo, um, the cancer cells that you couldn't see um, doubled up and it came back. Um, at that point, his oncologist said it was like a runaway train. 
So, um, we, you know, Knoxville witnessed a miraculous thing by having those clear scan results. Ethan needed that miracle to continue fighting, um, to give him hope, to keep pushing. Um, even when we had the clear scans, I knew in my heart that we were gonna lose our son. God was working in me. I could feel him working in me, preparing me to lose my child. I told my husband that, and that's the only person that, um, that I told. Um, but again, Ethan had this huge audience that witnessed this miracle, um, and they were watching his faith. They were watching him push through with a smile on his face. Um, when we told Ethan that there were no more treatment options for him, he immediately said he wanted to be baptized. It was important to him that he get baptized with his brother, Logan, who um, was nine at the time, um, and his two best friends. So Faith Promise made that happen. Um, the, we had the baptism trough in our kitchen, and um, Logan Which was Mike baptized. Um, so Logan and Connor and Riley were baptized um, in our kitchen and uh, Gina McLean baptized Ethan on the couch because uh, he at that point he wasn't very mobile and couldn't move around very well um, immediately after he was baptized he asked Mike okay so when's Jesus coming I'm ready he was miserable <laughs> he was miserable he was ready to go um, and he asked that question several times. Um, he died 11 days later. Um, and just before that, um, Carnes Middle School had a, a, a big prayer gathering um, that they did for him outside of the school, which in public school, you can't do that. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to talk about God and you're not supposed to share your feelings about God. But that was amazing that our community did that for him. Um, and a lot of you all are from the Carnes community, and you probably remember that. Um, Gina did the service here for Ethan um, at Faith Promise, and she did the profession of faith um, like they always do. And we bowed our heads and closed our eyes, and she asked if there was anyone who had said that prayer for the first time. And she told us afterwards that there were several people that had opened their hearts to Jesus during that prayer. And that's when I knew why God had chosen Ethan. Um, Ethan, when I asked him before he passed what he thought it would be like to meet Jesus, he said that he visioned walking up a staircase because he couldn't, he couldn't do stairs, um, but he walked up staircase and was going to hug Jesus and ask him why why me and I know why yeah yeah no wow. it, it, think about the people that he touched the lives that he touched and how here that night whenever you know they asked for anybody who who wanted to give their life to Jesus there was no less than four people who raised their hand yeah. and I know there was uh you know Ethan was giving praise and, and glory up there, and I know you guys did as well, and, and the strength that you've had to be able to carry on his legacy through Ethan Strong. If you could just tell the folks just a little bit about that. So we started a foundation in Ethan's memory. 
um, and we make blankets for the cancer kids at Children's Hospital. Um, and we just try to help out any of the families that we can that are going through the same thing that we went through. Uh, and it's, it's been a real blessing for us to be able to do that, to carry on his name. Yeah. Wow, what a story. That was incredible. Thank you guys so much. Can you give him a hand? That is incredible. Thank you guys so much. Wow. Wow. Finding favor in the midst of potentially the darkest time in a family's life. I believe I know Jesus, and I've known him for a while, but she has something a little extra. Unbelievable to reach out to our church when we ask for stories of finding favor and say, I have found favor when I lost my son. And if you're a parent in the room, as I have two children, I, I couldn't imagine. Not only believing God had that for me, I think God and I would have some major issues. You may be in that moment right now. It could be death physical death, the death of a job. It could be addiction, anxiety, depression. If you believe truly that 2020, when we turn to 2021, it would be different, but it's just more of 2020, it feels like. It's more of the same. And there's no way that you could be finding favor in that, but I truly believe that when Jesus was in the upper room and he presented himself to his followers for the first time when he was resurrected, he said, hey, it's me. Look at my hands and look at my feet. The scars represented what he did for us. And I believe now the scars that you and I have from our previous failures, that brokenness, when they lost Ethan, now they can show others that Jesus is real for the scars that they have. Because I believe that the, those of us that have the most scars are the ones that God uses the most to show his grace and his mercy and his peace. I love talking to people that believe they don't deserve the love of Jesus. They don't deserve the gospel and the grace because of what they've done. And I always want to say, Jesus wants to use you the most. Because you represent his grace more fully. You represent the power of his mercy, the power of his forgiveness the most. Your story of redemption. Your story of new and fresh. May the favor of the Lord be upon us. And confirm for us the work of our hands. Yes, confirm the work of our hands. Church, I believe it's time for us to put our hands to work. It's time for us to stop excusing away the ministry that you and I should be doing in our communities and in our homes and in our schools because of the things that we did or the things that were done to us. I believe after this weekend, you and I will walk into our communities and begin to put our hands on people and start moving and shifting and stop waiting for life to get good and let's make life good through telling people about who Jesus is and what he's done because we serve something higher I believe that's my favorite part of being a part of Jesus he doesn't make my earthly life really any better that's not what he was meant for but when my earthly life gets difficult I'm looking above it I see Knoxville differently than people that don't know Jesus see it. I see my bank account, my future, and all these different things. I see it differently than those that see with only finite eyes. Because I know there's something more. There's something greater. And God is doing a work, and he's moving in our campuses. He's moving in our church and in our family and in our groups. And for some of us, we don't feel that movement because we've never accepted a relationship with Jesus. Jesus. 
We don't understand there's a gap that's always been there. We feel there's something needed in our lives. There's something eternal that's always been there, but we've never fully stepped into it. And I would love to give you an opportunity right now to make a decision that will make your life different forever. Not necessarily better on this earth, but different. And you will start seeing things, your family, your relationships, your money, your job, differently. Because you will begin to look through heaven's lenses and heaven's eyes and not really what we think and what we want. And if that's something that you're interested in, you don't know everything, but you know you want something more, I would love for you to pray a prayer that we're going to pray together as a church because we're excited about what Jesus did for us all those years ago. And I think if little Ethan can have that kind of faith, let's borrow some of Ethan's faith. It's our time. It's our time. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, we're going to pray together. If you'll say, Jesus, I'm sorry. You can have my old life. You can have my mistakes. You can have my sins. I want a new life. I want a new heart. Thank you. I will follow you for the rest of my life. Amen.